Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Healthy Conversations, and I am your host, your health coach, and I hope everyone is staying healthy. Now, on today's episode, we have a health coach called Rebecca Powell. She specializes in women's health, which is, I think, an amazing uh, thing to specialize in. Uh, We go through things like the menstrual cycle, menopause, and training, and stuff like that. Um... Yeah, another another great conversation, another great coach. Um, I hope you enjoy it as much as I did, and I hope you learn something as well. Uh, so, without further ado, here is Rebecca. Rebecca, how are you? Hello, Jack. Hi, I'm good, thank you. Good. Sorry for all the the questions. I just thought <laughs> on our best check. Nah, you're good, how mate. Love. You're good. You're good. I understand the school run is very important. It is, yeah, and there's three of them, so it's kind of, oh, anyway, I've got, I'm so pleased the schools are staying open. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think most, I think most mums are in a very similar mindset, I could imagine. Definitely, it should make this one more bearable, yes. shall we say. Um, so, Rebecca, thank you for joining me on today's podcast, I really do appreciate it. Um it's just really, I just, I just, this podcast is about just having conversations with different types of coaches and um, just sort of understanding their different thoughts and feelings on how to improve the, the health of the, of the world, really, and the people around us. So um, if you could, okay. could, you give, could you give the listeners a little bit of like a background on, on who you are and stuff like that? Yeah, sure. So I'm Rebecca. I run a coaching program called Reset with Rebecca. Um, I'm a personal trainer and a health coach so it's basically mixing up the two and helping women to reset their relationships with their body their health and mind in a holistic way like that that's good is it just women or just and is and as men as well um i mean i say women jack i, I don't i'm not you know counting mm-hmm. i'm not um discriminating against the no. males by any means no it's just that's what i tend to focus on um and mums because i've obviously been a mum of three myself mm-hmm. um i know what it's like to go through the pregnancy and then have to deal with the the after effects and you know how hard it is to to fit everything in especially with kids i mean life is hard anyway yeah. So chuck in some kids and it's, you know, it's, it's extra tough. <laughs> I'm, I'm yet to have that, have that, had that experience yet, but I'm sure yeah. it will be coming very soon, but. Plenty um, of time. <laughs> I think like about one thing about coaching is that like a lot of coaches have had like some sort of experience in the advice they're giving out to the people and the people they train. Um, it's like, you know, if I was to get a client with, with three kids, it's very hard for me to, to relate to that because I've not had you know what I mean I've not got any kids so like yes when you've had that past experience it does really does, does actually really help really um, definitely and I think your clients just naturally gravitate mm. towards you as well yeah um you they obviously resonate with what you've been through and and vice versa so yeah that's why that's why I say mums and females yeah. Yeah. Um, but of course, open to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it just feels like you share that connection, which is really nice, and then it makes it more personal. Of course, I think the coaching process. Yeah, yeah, I think definitely also important is important in the coaching world is definitely having something like you specialize in a certain type of client. And like, I yeah, think, I think that's quite, yeah, I think that's quite important as well. Um, okay, so what what got you into health coaching, and what was the the aha moment what was uh, I'm going to be a coach moment well it was um it was in 2017 um that's when I it was actually 2016 I signed up to the the Institute of Integrative Nutrition um to complete the the diploma in health coaching um to cut a very long story short I was I would say unhealthy most of my life um due to family circumstances. Um, there was no father figure. So it came from a single parent family. Um, I'd experienced a lot of episodes of, of bullying at school. Um, so basically my, my best friends were food and TV. I didn't know what exercise was. Um, 
and you know it just and it plays a real big part on your self-esteem as well mm-hmm. so very low confidence little social connections um and it just it just carried on like that and i mean i met my partner and i had my first child um and then you know it was just struggling to lose the baby weight and having no motivation feeling terrible really tired um so then after having my second now with two young children to look after and he's a pilot so he he was away a lot so I was I was basically a single mum yeah um and I thought something's got to give here I need to be feeling my best in order to give my best to the kids and you know to, to, to manage to get through the days the demands of the parenting it was really tough um, and I was just sick of yo-yo dieting, you know, silly detoxes, nothing that ever works, but we're sold, you know, they're sold to us and yeah. we're convinced that they will, but they never do. And I wanted something sensible and sustainable. And I knew the only way to do that would be a complete lifestyle change. So, um, and obviously being a mum at home, I thought online is the only way I'm going to be able to do this. And that's why I went with the the integrative nutrition because it was completely online at my pace and we learned over a hundred different dietary theories um which was really interesting to get you know such a broad spectrum of it all and you can take little bits from each one um but yeah that was it I just I fell in love with the the nutrition side of things and I thought god what you know why didn't I find this sooner yeah um and I think I did it for myself initially. You know, I thought I want to learn from the experts, gain the knowledge, retain it, and then apply it. Um, but then obviously the idea of coaching is mentioned and you think, well, do you know what? I've, I've done this after all these years. I've, I've finally taken the plunge and I've invested in myself. So why not help others do the same? I, th- I think it's a fantastic concept. Fantastic. Yeah, I definitely do feel like a lot of coaches that I've been speaking to recently, there is definitely sort of like a a self-development first and then they're actually sort of finding a passion from that self-development to then wanting to just share share that experience with other other people. I think it's very powerful. It almost ignites flame inside, so to speak. You think, God, change is possible and, and you know yourself how much better it feels you know, when you apply the knowledge. So, so why not pass that on? It seems crazy to not go into that. Yeah. And do you find as, as a coach, like trying to, to not sell change, but trying to tell people that, you know, change isn't as hard as people think it is. I think it's very, very much a, a very big part of what we do as coaches. And Definitely. And I th- oh, yes, yeah, sorry, Jack. I got, no, you, you go, you go, you go. No, I was just going to say, it's like, Everybody, pretty much everybody knows what they should be doing. You know, they have the knowledge, but it's the application where a lot of people can struggle. And then that's where we come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe, like, that's I, where the coach can come in. I've, we live in a, a, a world of information um, and there's no mm-hmm. real, there's no action. So like, let like you say, everyone literally could go on the internet right now and find, you know, there's some good and bad articles on how to get fit and healthy and stuff like that. But, there is not, there's something missing in between the information being taken in and the actual action. And there's something in the middle there that's not really clicking. Definitely. Um, I mean, it's an absolute minefield out there, to be honest. Mm. So you can see why a lot of people don't bother. Yeah. Or they go down the wrong route. Mm. um, Because there's like so many silly faddy things out there mm. but they, but we are promised that they will work this is it this is the diet you've been waiting for this is the pill that's going to change everything this is the juice and it's like no <laughs> just you know strip it back back to the basics just eat whole foods mm. and move your body it really is that simple yes. but we're made to believe it's not that there is some magic potion out there some secret you know yeah and it almost makes and these sort of like companies that sell these sort of fad diets and magic magic pills almost make 
living a healthy lifestyle look hard and it's, it's yeah. really it really isn't it isn't that yeah. hard at all you know um it's just about being cons- I, i'm always telling clients and people that i meet you know just be consistent with just this li- little behavior to start with and it builds from there exactly exactly it's it's the small changes what make for the you know the biggest long-lasting results it's not what that small change is it's then there'll be another one and yeah. another one and it's the ripple effect that those small changes have over everything and it's it seems so simple to say it but when people actually do it and they're just like oh my god this is this is life-changing stuff but it's so simple yeah it's crazy (laughs) it is it it, it is and like it's it's that compound effect isn't it a bit like in the the book Atomic habits of james clear talking about like the one percent is every single day add up to obviously the big picture and it's just exactly. trying to, and it's trying to sell those one percenters, which is tough. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough industry to be in, but it's, I think it's, it's slowly getting better and better. I mean, how do you feel like the industry is going in terms of health and fitness? How do you feel like it's going? I think, I think now it's a, it's a brilliant time. I mean, it was definitely on the up anyway, but I think, you know, this awful COVID situation has forced mm-hmm. people to, you know, stop the rat race that they were living in, work, 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 with the risk of burning out. Mm. And when they're constantly working like that, there's no time to actually stop and ask your body or Mm. yourself, hang on, what do I need? You know, it's giving you all the signs. You're feeling terrible after eating something or tired when you wake up. You know, it sends you little signals, but when you're constantly on the go in the busy life we were in, you don't address the signals. No. You don't stop and take the time. So it's it's forced us to do that, which I think is brilliant. Um, and yet you see more people now than ever exercising, oh, walking. Yeah, so Dogs are out all the time. <laughs> you know, people running. Um, it's lovely to see. Yeah, It really is. And I think it's also made people realize you don't have to be in a gym. No. It's just moving the body, releasing the endorphins and, you know, to, just to feel good. It, exercise definitely enhances your life. Mm. Um, and at one point that was the only thing that was available to us. Yeah. So. Yeah. And also as well, it's just, it's just it's trying to tell people, you know, that exercise isn't just going to a high intensity training class, group class and absolutely thrashing yourself. And so you're having to crawl out crawl out of the gym like it's also saying to people that exercise is like i say is that just getting outside and going for a walk and just being consistent with that every single day or you know going for like a nice steady run walk session or something like that very something very less less high less trendy and high intensity needs to sort of like just take a step back a little bit yeah Um, like stripping it back to the basics again you know you don't have to be in 200 pound leggings (laughs) or be in the fancy gym with these fancy bits of equipment no No. just walk and then do you know what a couple of weeks walk a bit faster Mm. maybe hold a little bit of weight then go to a jog Mm. you know it's just it's it's starting small yes getting used to it and like you say consistency is the key and yeah and and it has to be something you enjoy jack as well otherwise they're not going to stick to it and then what's the point yeah it's enjoyment is definitely a big big important bit of it um and i think like you know that feeling you get when you finish working out or going out for a walk in nature or whatever that should be that that is an enjoyment um completely yeah well yeah it's it's exhilarating that's why i work out so i feel that (laughs) feeling when i'm leaving the gym not when i'm walking in yeah yeah and (laughs) trying to it pumps so much more blood to the cells and it really does have that's why we feel so pumped Mm. yeah you you can't not feel good selling that selling the Trying to get people to just show up and get in is the hardest bit because when they finish, everyone's oh. like, "Ah, oh, what, what was I think? Why was I even doubt? Why didn't doubt about coming?" You know, they feel so uh, good yeah. after they finish. Um, Completely. Just, just trying to get people off over that first hurdle is, is the hardest bit. Definitely. I mean, believe I don't want to exercise every day. Um, sometimes it's the last place I want to be, but it's on those days where you know you need it the most. Mm. 
So you have to dig deep and you have to find it and you show up for yourself. And then 12 times out of 10, every time I walk out of there, I'm like, oh, I'm so pleased I did <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. You know, what's that saying? Um, no one ever regretted. I regret working out said no one ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as there's no major injuries, of course. Uh, and like again, like and again, the problem is, is that these people see people like crying on the floor and like bleeding and swearing and shouting <laughs> and screaming, all these heavy ass weights, and people get disencouraged a little bit about actually going into the actually working out because I think that's what working yeah. out is. It really, really isn't. Yeah, um, no, not at all. How do you how do you help like clients with like sort of their mental health as well? Because that's obviously a big part of it. Um, well, obviously there's the, the exercise side of it, which, which is fantastic, but yeah, the, the health coaching is a more holistic approach. Um, and it's, you realize when you're working with, with different clients that it's the, the mental aspects of things which have a knock on effect on the diet and the exercise, you know, if, if everything's going well in your your career, your relationships, your your ex, you know your physical activity, your spiritual practice, whatever that might be, um, then natural f- food choices, you know, good food choices naturally flow because you're feeling fulfilled in the main areas in your life. So, um, and the, the the fantastic concept we learned at IIN was that. You know, the, the food on your plate is your secondary food, but those other four areas are your primary food, and ultimately they are more important than the actual food on your plate. Yes. Because you can be eating all the broccoli and kale in the world, but you could be so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have yeah, to – it comes from within first, definitely. We mm-hmm. Always work on that first, mm-hmm. and then – it's funny because they'll sign up for the sessions and then they'll think, God, we, we haven't even mentioned food. Mm. Well, yeah, because it's it's not all about that. It's, you know, it starts in here. Yes. Definitely. And it's about getting everything else in your life in balance because mm. when you, like I say, when you are feeling fulfilled in those areas, if you've had a brilliant day at work, you don't come home and crave 10 bags of Oreos or mm. 10 tubs of Ben and Jerry's. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. hundred percent. So yeah, because you're happy and fulfilled, just good food choices naturally flow. Yeah. I t- totally agree with that. Like that, that approach. Cause I think a lot of emphasis gets put on nutrition very early in someone's like change, changing process. Yeah. I think we'll call it, we'll call it a changing process. Yeah. I think a lot of emphasis gets put on food and it can really be overwhelming for, for someone. And like you say, they haven't got the actual, uh, like the, the internal stuff sorted out first, then yeah, that that food is going to be a very much a yo-yo. Exactly. And that could tip them over the edge. Yes. They're like, cranky, I hate my job. Um, I'm in a terrible relationship and now I've got to eat all this green stuff. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> no, you have to work on the, the other stuff first. I like, I, 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 that's a very good approach. I, quite like, I like that. Um, <laughs> I actually do like that. What, what sort of advice can you give to people that obviously we don't enter into a lockdown 2.0? What, what advice could you give people to sort of stay healthy while they're at home? Oh, I would say Jack, um, right. I, I don't feel it's, it's not going to be as much as a shock, a shock to the system because yeah. we've been through it before we've done it once we can do it again. Yeah. I'd say the, the most important thing is to keep a positive mindset. It's, it's the whole thing is a mindset game mm-hmm. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. isn't it? So you've got to focus on the positives, you know, remember focus on what you can control and what you do have. So I find things like a gratitude journal is really handy even just to write down two things every day that you're grateful for, it just reminds us that there is still good yeah. going on, you know? Um, and to, to keep physically active, definitely. It, like it doesn't have to, the gyms are going to close, but the parks are keeping open. You know, we can still go for a walk or a run, do something in the house. 
And, you know, it, obviously the weather's going to be worse this time. But if it's raining, does it really matter? Just go out, yeah. get in touch with nature, feel the rain on your face, mm-hmm. you know? No. And plus, it's such a great distraction as well. Yeah. Exercise. Um, and it's a natural antidepressant. So, yeah, keep keep physical. Um, and just just to do something every day that you love and makes you smile. Mm-hmm. So important. doesn't have to be anything major, you know, 20 minutes, you know, read a chapter of your favorite book, listen to a podcast, mm-hmm. um, listen to some music, any, what, whatever it is that does it for you, make sure you commit to doing that every day because it's not easy and it, it does play havoc with our sanity. Um, so it's really important to keep the mental health in check. Yeah, I think the the danger. The first lockdown was almost like a practice run, wasn't it? And now everyone's sort of everyone's sort of used to now what what a lockdown is. Um, and yeah. like I say, I, th- I think they'd be a lot better prepared than they were before in their first lockdown. Um, I just tell I like to tell like my clients and people as well, like to just make sure that work doesn't overtake your life because now you're in lockdown, it, it can very easily overtake your whole whole day because now obviously work knows yeah. you're, at, you're at home all day so um yeah yeah i think just sort of like blocking out maybe an hour an hour in the morning or an hour at lunchtime just to get out outside of the house and get some sort of sun um definitely so I think it's way too easy to get some sort of like cabin fever and be stuck indoors all day yeah no absolutely go out for that walk and break up the day mm. um yeah look at the trees realize there is a bigger world out there and we will this will be over one day and we will get through it but yeah mindset game and you've you've got to stay strong and keep them physically active and remaining grateful and doing something every day that you love even for that short amount of time like I said it's it could make all the difference and just you know try and keep to a routine Mm -hmm. I think that's really important mm-hmm. you know even though you are working from home don't wear your pajamas <laughs> still get dressed still yeah. make the effort yeah. try and separate your workspace from from your bedroom because mm-hmm. there has to be that off switch otherwise you know you're in bed with your laptop it's just feels like work all the time and, and you need to step away from that at some point in the day yeah 100 percent. i t- like there's, there's i know some of my friends live in london um you know and they they literally each sleep work in the same room and yeah. it's and i just say to them like mate you need to get out even if i tell you what if you, you should be getting out at least three times a day just to get Definitely out try. of that zone um of yeah. that area um no i'm i'm working with corporate clients at the minute mm-hmm. um since lockdown okay. and you know, they're, they're very, very busy people, mm. very busy on the computers all day. And I feel like it's almost, they're almost worse working from home yeah. because little social interactions. And I, I think you can become more lazy. Yeah. Oh. Just being in the same four walls every day. And once it sets and it's really hard to, to get out of it. And a lot of them are lacking in motivation in a, in a lot of things it all has a knock-on effect so definitely like you say get outside break up the the monotony yeah and like you say you need to get outside and just get, even if release raining. those endorphins even yeah. if it's, even if it's raining <laughs> just get out and get wet um no excuses this time. no excuses mate <laughs> I always, I always tell myself, what would David Goggins do? And you know, it always gets me motivated to go outside. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, Brilliant. I, I saw, an, I've seen on your profile on Instagram, uh, you have lovely food bowls. Oh yeah! Oh, talk to us, talk to us about your, that. talk to us about your food bowls and what's the secret to a good food bowl. Nice to see this. Some appreciation. <laughs> Well, no, my, I just, my secret is I'm obsessed with oats. Nice. Um, and yeah, every, every single day without fail, a yeah. big 
bowl of porridge, um, especially on these grey, dark mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just find if if I start my day off with with a good breakfast, which is going to be, you know, your slow release carbohydrates, mm-hmm. some healthy fats in the form of some coconut yogurt or some nut butter, some nuts, um, your fiber from the fruit mm-hmm. and your protein in maybe Greek yogurt, some good protein powder. It just, it just, it keeps energy levels stable, blood sugar levels stable. You've started the day off in the best possible way. So it should inspire you to to eat well throughout the day and, and to keep energy levels steady, which is what we ultimately want. We want to avoid that, you know, the low, the crash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love pimping my porridge. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's decent. <laughs> Trying to get everybody to do the same. Obviously, you don't have to go for what I go for. I would never tell anybody what to eat, but it's just nice to inspire um and yeah they look quite pretty (laughs) very very good i mean i'm i'm a classic i'm just i'm a classic porridge with just honey on top of it so mine's very very beige um i've even started up a little bit there's plenty of ideas there well your your, your profile page has definitely got a lot of ideas and have to start jumping on um (laughs) so when you when you coach when you coach people sort of one-to-one in personal training what what is your sort of style of coaching and how do you sort of like what's your go-to in terms of training sessions how do you plan your training sessions? with the the personal training yes i'm definitely not boot camp militant you know shouting at them Mm -hmm. um it's kind of i'm obviously very quietly confident i know what i'm doing i've lost my body has been through so much you know and i've lost weight and Thank you. Right. Um, so I know how hard it is. Mm-hmm. I, God, you know, it's um, it's almost as though I've made it look easy, but I, it's so hard. Um, so I really, I'm very em, um, what's the word? emphatic? Yeah, with the clients because, yeah. especially the postnatal, because they've been through the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And it's tough. And, you know, I'll be honest, all you want to do is sit and drink tea and dip biscuits in all day. You are knackered. You've been up all night with a baby. Um, So I totally, so the last thing they want is to hear you shouting from me. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, lots of reassurance and just just focus on all the positives, you know, that they can do it. And it takes time. Yeah. You know, you, you, your body doesn't snap back. No, no results are ever quick. And if they are, then it's not being done correctly. Um, I just think, yeah, a, a good PT should just, yeah, really positive, encouraging, mm-hmm. um, and just obviously encouraging the, the exercise outside of the sessions as well. Yes. So keeping your steps up and, you know, and just I like to t- t- tell my women they can be strong. And it's a nice feeling. Yeah. Women uh, can lift heavy without the worry of, of bulking up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's where I really found myself in the gym. The, f- the first time I ever did resistance training, I was like, wow. And it was, it was the first time I'd ever felt strong, Jack, ever. Not just physically, but mentally as well. And I, I literally fell in love with it. Um, so I'm trying to get my clients to do the same. Um, you know, some will come to me and they've never done any resistance training before. So, and obviously your style has to be different with yeah. different clients because we've all got different backgrounds and circumstances. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, I'm very nice. Yes. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's very, like, it's super important. You have to be like a, a chameleon where you have to be able to, to assess and judge and judge someone by sort of, what they can and can't do to start with and um i think very much in the health and fitness industry there is a a one fits a one size fits all mentality a little bit where um you know and like you say everyone's everyone starts at different points um 
and I like to think with my with my type with my clients is if I've got a client who's a long day at work, or they've just had a ch- a, ch- a kid and they cannot have not been sleeping all night, is to be able to adjust a session to allow for them to actually have a session. Exactly. You know, or you might need to reschedule. You know, be flexible yeah. with them. They might not have slept at all. So of course you're gonna. It's not going to be a good idea to train on that day. Oh. Um, and, you know, also women's cycles as well, their menstrual yeah. cycle, we don't feel the same day to day. So if you are coaching a woman, it's really important to take that into consideration as well. Our energy levels are different on a day-to-day basis. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so many factors, like you say, yeah. So it totally depends on the the individual. And I think, yeah, chameleon is perfect. Hey. You have to adapt with the, hey. the client. And that's where the skill comes in. It's definitely not a cookie cutter approach is it no. so many different scenarios do you, do you feel like in terms of when what sort of advice would you give to women that are going through their cycle do you like recommend like different types of training or reducing down intensity a little bit well myself i personally it is the last place i want to go yeah. at that time because you feel so tired and you just literally want to sit and eat a bag of sugar with a spoon Mm. but you can't (laughs) um so you have to really dig deep find that motivation Mm -hmm. just remember that feeling of how you feel after and ultimately the the benefits of working out are huge because you know you're going to feel a lot happier you're going to get an energy boost Mm. and but yeah, you don't feel as strong personally. Yeah. Um, so I'll just go lighter yeah. and, but do more reps. And I think, do you know what? It might not be the best training session ever, but consistently I am very good. So what you need to alter on those few days a month makes absolutely no difference to your no. progress. You know, that the, the main thing is that you've, that you've still gone and you haven't let it beat you. Yeah. And, and I think like, keeping with that consistency of the routine is, is again is very important as well um and like you say yeah i think i think you've been hitting the nail on the head there just sort of yeah like learning just how to back off a little bit for a couple of days is actually it's like okay it's not gonna really affect anything really to be honest you're not gonna come out you're not gonna feel weaker you're not gonna feel less fit um and again it's sort of just listening to your body really isn't it definitely yeah definitely listen and it will let you know what you're you're capable of and to push it is silly mm. so you'd be kind to yourself it's it's not an easy time so <laughs> yeah the best advice to women at that is just be kind you know listen and do what feels sensible I totally 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 agree with that um do you find that like do you train women a little bit differently than you say you would do a man um well got- I, I guess i would in terms of like i said how they're feeling because you know women yeah. chat we yes. chat a lot of course um so you know nine times out of ten they're gonna tell you look this is mm. happening i'm feeling pretty shit can we yeah. go easy or yeah. Da, 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 da. so yeah i think it is it is slightly different mm-hmm. do you do you train both do you train women yeah men? yeah yeah i train yeah i train women men children but with different ages, with different types of clients. Yeah. I find like the biggest difference with say women is more the older women. You have to train a little bit differently. Um, mm-hmm. I find sometimes like with the women that are going through sort of the menopause, you have to sort of just not be as aggressive. That makes sense Definitely in terms of your, your programming. Yeah. And it's the, the bone density, what's affected, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately the, you know, the resistance training can really help with yeah. that. Mm. Um, so it's it's really important that they keep it up. They absolutely shouldn't feel like they're calm, but, you know, like you say, um, higher reps, lower weights, and yeah. just, again, to just listen and be sensible with it all. Yeah, and and I think a lot of it as well is just sort of, te- you know, it's making exercise not in t- or just – I mean, we go along about exercise, but like less intimidating. Yeah. It's a, a, the, the gym, the gym that I train, well, I train my clients down at five star in, in Vale Road in Windsor. Oh, okay. 
it's it's a very male dominated dominated gym, mm-hmm. and and I think gym the gym in general is actually a, a quite a male dominated place. And yeah, I, I think it's getting better. It's getting so much better, so much better. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, when I had my first personal trainer session eight years ago, mm. she the PT I'll never forget. She said to me, "Oh." It, we're going to go in the other section of the gym. And I just thought she meant through this archway. I said, oh, to the treadmill. She was like, no, to the weight section. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and she said, if you want to change the shape of your body and everything, it's the it's the only way. Mm-hmm. And never looked back. And that was eight years ago. Yeah. Um, just love it. And I think, I think most women would if they gave it a chance. And, you know, I would say to them, nobody's looking. Nobody no. cares, you know. It's just get in there and chuck some weights around. Well, That's not it, literally, but yeah. <laughs> you know, they can always watch YouTube tutorials first, or mm. just just start with the basics. Um, but I think, yeah, confidence plays a huge part in it, definitely. But oh. that's when having a personal trainer can really, really help. A hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, yeah, there is that definitely that sort of uh second guessing going into the weights room because people are they think people are going to be staring at you but normally most of the men that are in the in the weights area are staring at themselves so it doesn't exactly <laughs> <laughs> or they're on the phones or yeah. or whatever um i mean some of the machines can look quite scary especially the cable ones mm-hmm. um but you know get you know they need to get familiar with the free weights even yeah and you know get a bench and just yeah I mean, feel, even, feel confident. It's for everybody. I mean, even even asking even asking one of the asking for help like is to be a huge thing as well. If you're not not sure what you're, you're doing in in the weight room, then just ask someone. Of course, <laughs> and they will tell you. Yeah. They absolutely will. Yeah, and I think you what, know why because all the endorphins are going, so everyone's exactly. in good mood. <laughs> exactly, everyone's suffering. Everyone, yeah, everyone's feeling good. You know, all together. Um, I think a big yeah. thing, a big thing for like uh, women working out and stuff like that is definitely sort of the introduction of like of like CrossFit. Right, I, I that's think, not something I've ever done, Jack. Uh, Never well, done it. I, I've done it. I've done it. I've done it for a short period, but right. I, I I think because the the women in CrossFit are you know they're 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 strong, they're fit. Um, I think it's definitely changed the the mindset around sort of resistance training and strength training around women. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, just, it's, 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 it's definitely very positive. It's good to see. Um, I think, yeah. Yeah. I think women want to look strong now. Yes. Which is really nice. And I think they're almost not as scared as, uh, not that they're going to bulk up like a man anyway, mm. um, due to the hormones. But I think, the the want to feel strong and to mm. look strong and to celebrate it, mm. um, and you know some women can go pretty heavy, which I think mm. is amazing to see. Oh, yeah. um, you know our bodies can do so much, and you know, and especially after having children, um, I think some women resign themselves to the fact that oh well, I sit, my body's ruined now, and it's like no, it's changed, but it absolutely can still do what it used to do mm. it's just you know it just takes time and effort but yeah it's just lift weights it's just you'll not regret it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it, it uh it's one of those ones when you're lifting weights is it, 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 say so once you start once you start doing it a couple of times and you definitely definitely you definitely get hooked Exactly. And once they find out it increases the, the metabolism at rest, there'll yeah. be no stopping them. <laughs> <laughs> um, with, let, you know, I've seen your transformation photos on your Instagram and I, you know, it's amazing, oh. amazing transformation. How, how long did that sort of take you to, oh, to get to that point? Um, God, do you know what? I'd, I'll say, I'll tell the truth and it, it might put people off, but it's years, absolutely years um I'd say a good 10 years um but just because it took me that long doesn't mean it has to take anybody else that long or I had other things that I was working on with my mindset and things you know if it's purely a physical transformation 
um, then it can be a lot, lot quicker. But yeah, I mean, but I, I think any transformation does take time um, because you need consistency and adherence and, and you have to really want it to stick with it. Mm. You know, you have to find whatever it is, your drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was being bullied and just having such low self-esteem and feeling, just feeling awful with my um, appearance, which seems sad to say now. Um, but yeah, so whatever you're, but they could be completely different for somebody else. So you have to find it. And every time you're having an off day and you don't want to go or you're lacking in motivation, then you have to f- go to that and remember why you wanted the changes in the beginning. Yeah. That. Um, but yeah, it, it can take time. Um, but obviously I did it completely by myself. Now we've got coaches and mm. BTs and all this information out there, mm. then it, it should really be easier than ever. Yeah. Do you, I, I had the view like, I, I'm not, I'm not really a big fan of like 12 week transformations. I think oh. like, I think like a transformation should be like you say, over a longer period of time yeah it's a lot more sustainable in terms of like you're actually really developing some sort of lifelong behaviors you know what what do you think exactly. of like what do you think of like the 12 week 12 week transformation programs out there oh i think you just think who is this person you know what you want to do to them <laughs> it's of course it might you could lose a certain amount of weight in 12 weeks but god you could you'd be a mess by mm. the end of it mm. you know like like you say if 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 when a change take when a transformation takes a long time it means it's actually worked Mm. and there has been internal changes as well yeah anything silly like a four week a 12 week it's they'll just be on a major calorie deficit and that's Mm. it and for somebody who's not used to anything like that it's going to leave them feeling terrible they're not going to have gained any knowledge Mm. other than they can't eat very much Mm. you know and it's just, yeah, but again, we're, we're sold this, aren't we? And, and people do want the quick fix still. So I think we as coaches, Jack, have got to keep spreading the word that it's there is no quick fix. And as cheesy as it sounds, it is a complete lifestyle change, but that's what's, it's the only sustainable way. Yeah, it's... Again, it's not very sexy though. <laughs> 12, 12, four, four weeks, six weeks, 12 weeks sounds so much more sexy than it's going to take 10 you, years. Yeah, 10 years, <laughs> 10 years to get to the point. Yeah. Um, and that, and that's, yeah, I can see why yeah, <laughs> yeah. people do, but it's, um, but it's also not very sexy when they put it all back on in four weeks and they've learned nothing and then the money's been wasted. Yeah, so. it's, it's it's like the the herbal lifes and um, you know stuff like that where they promote you know you do these these diets and then you're going to lo- lose this amount of weight, but what they don't tell you is actually you're going to probably put all that weight back on and probably more when you finish doing the, the twelve weeks of doing exactly. herbal life. Um, exactly, and I think it doesn't help that celebrities promote these things, does it? Uh, no, no. I mean, so that needs to be knocked on the head yeah asap <laughs> yeah. you know if your icon is promoting it then there is some people unfortunately will buy everything they say mm. but they don't know that said celebrities being paid crazy amounts of money to just pretend that they're doing this you know and that and that's so, the most that's the most that's the most frustrating thing about that whole celebrity thing is they don't actually believe in the product yeah. them, they don't actually believe in the product themselves so like it literally is just money talking and it's it's very frustrating because you know they are selling a dream and then then you yeah. could go then you could go into sort of like you know uh messed up eating you know encouraging eating disorders and uh body dysmorphia and uh, it, yeah the cycle just goes on and it's on. a whole other podcast episode don't get me started <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I really do think like coaches like me and you need to be a, definitely a lot more pre- prominent in like the health sort of health and fitness industry um you know, selling, selling, you know, trying to help people work for the long game rather than the short game. Definitely. 
definitely you know we're coming from a place of love and experience not mm. money and photoshop you know yeah. so it's it's yeah it's a struggle it's going to be a struggle um i'm just worried about time so obviously you've got to do your school run are we are we all good yeah 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 I you sure? for a little bit longer. yeah I'll, <laughs> cool. I'll dash down at five two <laughs> <laughs> so where about whereabouts are you based i think you're near me aren't you so um well i'm in windsor yeah oh, nice oh cool right so you're in the same yeah. beautiful windsor nice um, yes i've never seen you around <laughs> I don't know. I live in the gym pretty much. So, you know. <laughs> what, That'll what, be why. <laughs> what gym? What gym do you work out of? Um, well, I, I don't. I do it for a freelance. Oh, nice. Okay. So yeah. So which, um, do you, do you like people's houses and stuff like that. Yeah, a little bit of that. Or they were well, they were coming here. Yes. Um, the parks. I'm unsure of what's. I know the the garden's out now. I don't know if we can still meet in parks. I think there's some big announcement tomorrow, isn't there, for the fitness? Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm, not, sure. I'm not holding my breath, but it's. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I know. I know we're allowed in the public parks and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Public places, but yeah, you can't. You're not allowed to go into like people's back garden and stuff like that. Um, no, no. So yeah, I think the industry is going to get a bit of another kick in the teeth again. Okay. Um, I know enter enter the online cl- online trainers and joe wicks is probably gonna prick his ears up again and get on them yeah he said <laughs> he's already gonna do it <laughs> what a way. which is brilliant but yeah. all the kids will be oh <laughs> yeah i know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the amount of things i've heard about the the last lockdown we did like the kids program and like <laughs> all the comments from the adults it's funny it's quite funny i know yeah <laughs> Um, but I'm not sure he's doing it for for the right reason. He's doing it for the right reason, though. We we yeah. do love, we, we love Joe Wicks. He's using his platform yeah. to, to make a difference. So definitely, unlike uh, other celebrities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How 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 do you, how are you finding sort of like training people from home? Have you always have you always done that? Um, I yes, I have because. It's, I mean, I'm a flight attendant as well. Oh, wow. Okay. For Virgin Atlantic, yeah. Oh, wow. So I've been doing that for 15 years. Oh, wow. But when I was put into furlough uh-huh. in March, yes. when all of this kicked off, I thought, right, now is my time to really go for the, you know, the health coaching. Because yeah. I was always doing it part-time. Okay. Wow. But this chunk of time yeah. um, allowed me to, to commit more. Yeah. Um so that's why I never signed up to a gym or anything like that with the, right. the clients. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, bought, I've bought a lot of equipment now. Nice. I've invested in it. Nice. Um, and so, yeah, so that's always been my style. So I don't, mm. I don't know any difference. That's good. Um, I'm just going to have to see how it goes and see what happens. I think yeah. we're all going to have to go with that, aren't we? Yeah. I, 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 like, you, like I said, I think that definitely the health and fitness industry is going to get a little bit of a kick. Um, yeah, I've, I've had to really adjust. Like I've always been a gym based trainer mm, uh, and, it, and I, it, I did have to adjust big time, especially in the first lockdown when there was no gyms open and we wouldn't have to go to anyone's houses and stuff like that. I was like, shit, what am I going to do? Yeah. Um, yeah. so it really has, if anything, the positive thing is open my eyes more to body weight, the, the power of body weight training and how to involve more body weight training into my clients programming. Um, definitely and yeah what like different because not a lot of people even had any equipment did they and then you couldn't buy it or it, it was like a million pounds of yeah. dumbbells <laughs> I know, so. yeah. again another, another so it another. wasn't an option Damn. i think we were all forced to think outside the box and be we were pushed out of our comfort zones yeah. for sure even not even as coaches but just in our training styles for ourselves 100 percent I mean, I always I, I I go around clients' houses and then all they had was a, a set of dumbbells and that was it. So I was like, right, okay, mm. what can we, how can we think outside the box? Yeah. So, uh, but it does make you realise that it's, you know, it can be done. Oh, 100%. And what was it Arnold Schwarzenegger? He said, your body doesn't know what you're lifting. No. So it could, could be anything. <laughs> yeah, it's... It, yeah it, it's definitely opened my eyes to more like the body weight style and like you know, the impact it has on on the, someone's body and you know yeah it, i think 
as long as they're doing sort of like high volume work and stuff like that, then it's a big, it's a big, big thing. Um, yeah, definitely. Right, Rebecca, I've got to go. Oh, thanks, Jack. It was lovely chatting to you. Mate, it was lovely chatting to you. Lovely conversation. I've gone on. But yeah, maybe we'll have to do another one. <laughs> Mate, it's, this always happens. Trust me, this always happens. I need, to, I need to extend this time. I need to do more two hours, I think. Um, but yeah, lock, lockdown's coming up and all my clients are starting to panic a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I bet. Trying, trying to squeeze it in before, before it all shuts down. Um, can yeah. you tell, tell the listeners where they can, they can find you? Um, yeah, so I've got a, my website is, it's, I need to do a few little tweaks before I launch it. So it hasn't gone live yet, mm-hmm. um, but it's all kind of pre-built. Um, but it's the, so Instagram is Reset with Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And I have a Facebook page, Reset with Rebecca, as well. And there's also a private group on there. Cool. Um, so for anybody who wants, you know, to feel safe mm-hmm. in a group with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just, yeah, you can find me. <laughs> get some porridge inspo. Oh, dude, um, please <laughs> keep, up those, keep up that porridge inspo, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ha- yeah i'll have a lot of time on my hands in the next four weeks i'll see what i can come please, up with please please yeah i'm 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 filling my time up by running 100 miles in four weeks so oh, I, I just saw that today yeah that's amazing yeah, brilliant my first, my first practice run today and it wasn't too bad so we'll see how, see how every day goes <laughs> but, really and remember yeah. if it rains it doesn't just matter on. get so, out there what, what, would david, what would david goggins do um <laughs> Rebecca, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you, Jack. Um, thank you. And we'll definitely do this again. I'm, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely do this again. Um, Brilliant. You have a lovely day today. And, uh, you too. And say hello Sun to your kids. You pick your kids up. Say hello to them. Jack says hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right, darling. Okie dokie. Okay, Thanks mate. now. See bye. You, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.